Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. For those who embrace the impossible, the Defender 110 is up for the adventure. This iconic vehicle has been redefined with thoroughly modern design. Featuring a reimagined exterior with compelling proportions and precise detailing, and an interior built with robust materials and integrity, the Defender 110 lets you go further and do more. Its durability has been tested to the extreme while the cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. Hi, I'm Megan Segura. And I'm Eric J. Mack. And this is The Daily Dish, Bravo's official podcast. So as you guys know, I've been catching up with Bravo alums and BravoTV.com's exclusive series, Life After Bravo. And most recently, you chatted with Taylor Armstrong, a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills OG. Obviously, I always say this, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is my favorite franchise. And seasons one and two of Beverly Hills in particular, I have watched over and over and over. So the chance to talk to Taylor was such a gift to me. I asked her all about those early seasons, especially everything that came to light about her abusive marriage. But we also talked about those iconic moments like the dinner party from hell and game night. Slut pig, if anyone remembers. And we talked about her life in Orange County today. Let's take a listen. How did you come on to the show all those years ago? When I originally came on Beverly Hills, Adrian Maloof and I were really good friends and the producers reached out to me and I went in for an interview. There was definitely some hesitation to go on Housewives. For one reason, I was having physical abuse in my home and I wasn't sure how that was all going to play out on TV. I think part of me thought that the cameras might provide some protection. When did the abuse in your relationship start? When I was pregnant. Mm. So about five and a half years ago? Mm-hmm. And I actually think subconsciously, I thought it might make things better and it might help my relationship. Season one gave me hope that I would have some means to take care of myself and my daughter. And going forward, I knew that I wanted to stick with the show because it was an opportunity to leave. Was there ever a moment, whether it was in season one or any time in uh, the Housewives episodes that you were on that you thought maybe I should quit? When Camille outed my abuse at Lisa's tea party. He broke your jaw or that he threw you in the ball and he, he hit you. I remember staring at 
uh, one of the producers just dead in the eyes because I didn't even have anything to say. I knew in that moment that my life was about to change. And I didn't know if that meant my life would be over or my life would get better. I would get divorced. It was a very scary moment for me. So after season one aired, that's a chance for even your husband to see things that you said. There's also just times when you just want to, I just want to scream. Was he critical of the of your actions on the show? He felt like it appeared as though we didn't have a happy marriage. And I think he wanted me to put up a better facade than that. But I didn't even realize how unhealthy our relationship looked until I watched season one. I was set back as to looking at the differences between my relationship and the other relationships on the show. And I remember having a conversation with Lisa about it and just asking her, does Ken go through your phone? And, you know, all these things that I was living with. And she said, no, I would divorce him, but with a much better accent, of course. But I remember doing an interview uh, with Wendy Williams after season one. And she said, he abuses you, doesn't he? And I was paralyzed. And that was not a good day when I got home. I know after his death, there was a lot of controversy um, over whether season two should air or not. I was supportive of season two airing, despite all that I was going through, because I did want people to see what it was like, what I went through, so that they could also have hope that there was something on the other side. My family life today is very happy, and I'm glad to be able to share with you that it's much different than it was during the first few seasons of Real Housewives. I was remarried to John Bluer, who was on a few episodes of the show with me as well, and we have a wonderful relationship. And my daughter just turned 14. I do a lot of public speaking, and I have my own foundation for women, children, and families of domestic violence. And it's really an incredible, incredible experience. So I spend a lot of my time doing that. There was so much drama in just even the first season of Beverly Hills. And it felt like any of the drama you were involved in had to do with Kim Richards. She's dressed me out so badly. Me too. That's how it started tonight. <sighs> what do you think it was about you two that you just would always go head to head? I don't know what it is about our chemistry, but we just seem to always be the ones getting into it. I sometimes thought it was because Kim didn't have anyone else to fight with. She couldn't fight with her sister. She was probably afraid of Lisa. You know, I was only the end. And plus, Camille and Kyle were so busy fighting. There was no room for her there. So I was the only target, but we definitely had our tough time. What was game night like for you? I haven't thought about game night in so long. That's really funny. And we had a lot of interesting evenings, but that one was a little crazy. I remember more specifically than anything, Kim hiding Brandy's crutches. And Kim was in weird spirits that night, too. Oh, the best rapper in the whole entire world. Rep it. Rapper? <laughs> I think you said <laughs> I don't know what was going on with her, but then again, Half the time, I never knew what was going on with Kim. I thought Brandy and Kim were going to get in a fist fight, and I all of a sudden just said, Enough! enough. You're a pig. Okay, You're enough. A no pig. one is touching anyone in this house. I knew that things were going way too far.
when Kim showed up, she didn't seem like she was in a good place. And I wasn't exactly sure why that was. I didn't know if maybe she was taking some antidepressants or if she was medicated, but she was acting very strange. And the relationship between Kim and me was always really complicated because I was so close with Kyle. And it was always a fine line to make sure I was somewhat protective of Kim in honor of Kyle, but to also be realistic about what was going on. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Whether it's routine maintenance, an emergency repair, or a dream project, Angie lets you browse homeowner reviews, compare quotes from multiple local pros, and even book a service instantly. So the next time you have a home project, just Angie that and start getting the most out of your home. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code WONDERY to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. I know that your lips became a talking point. Like, I think it was one of the first times that people like knew like what a lip implant was. When you suck on something, like when I suck on things, I've never had any complaints there. How long had you had it before you were on the show? So the lips. Well, I got my lips implanted when I was in my 20s. They do an incision and then they dig a tunnel with a probe all the way through your lip to pull it through the other side. And it was so painful and such a regret and they were so swollen and it was horrible but that's what it is and people constantly still tweet me and say stop injecting your lips i just want to set the record straight they are implants it was a mistake in my 20s and they're here to stay paul nassif and i have talked about taking them out before and he's warned me against it just because there's probably so much scar tissue after all these years that you really don't know what that result could be like so even though Andy calls them pillow lips, because I did kiss him once. I'm going to keep What is Kennedy like today? Does she ever want to watch herself on the early seasons of Beverly Hills? I don't know if Kennedy's ever watched any of the early seasons of Beverly Hills. I never encouraged her to when she was young, just because some of the language and obviously the fighting. I didn't think that was a great influence for her. At least I don't do crystal meth in the bathroom all night long, bitch. Maybe I don't want her to. <laughs> She just turned 14, which is kind of crazy because she turned four in season one. So being a teenager, Kennedy is a handful, but she's also an incredible athlete and she's so fun to watch. She does all-star competitive cheerleading at a world championship level. And so she practices nonstop and she's always working out and taking care of herself. But again, she's a typical teenager. So when she finally puts her cell phone down and comes out of her room, it's great to see her, but it's rare with teenagers. 
she's still young, but I imagine like Kennedy at least thinks about boyfriends or maybe has one. Is that particularly nerve wracking? Well, this is the first year in Kennedy's life that she's really had guy friends around her and it's completely nerve wracking to me. It makes me crazy. I know what boys are about. <laughs> but she does not have a boyfriend. We're going to wait on that until I figure when she's old enough to drive a car, she can think about having a boyfriend. Who from the group of the Beverly Hills ladies do you keep in touch with? The original six of us will always have a special bond, probably more so for me because of all I was going through for those first few years of Housewives. I'm going to make you all better. Watch. I'm going to go bam and she's bam. She's better. And just having them there to support me when my husband committed suicide and all of the aftermath of that. I'll always have a really special place in my heart. They're family to me more than just friends. But we don't see each other as much as we used to, obviously. I Now I live in Southern Orange County. It's much more of a climb to get up to Beverly Hills than it used to be. And I'm busy with Kennedy and my husband and, and also my foundations. But we try to keep in touch via text or DMing. And I probably see Lisa the most, but Kyle and I have been texting um, a lot through all the memes that have been out. And when all this first started, we were texting and sharing the memes, but now there's so many, we can't keep up. So, okay, if you live in Orange County, do you know any of the OC housewives? I do know the OC one. I see Gretchen on occasion. I was texting with Vicky. We were gonna do lunch a couple of days ago. I do see them. I run into quite a few of them. How did you find out or decide you weren't going to come back to Real Housewives? After season three and all that I was going through in my life, I decided I needed to take some time away from LA and all of the paparazzi. It was just, it was a little bit frightening for a while. Just I couldn't go anywhere and I had my little girl and I wanted to take her away for a while and not have her exposed to people constantly yelling and asking me questions about what had happened. And so I took her to Vail, Colorado. I skied about a hundred days a year. I just needed some time up on that mountain to let go of what had happened and to try to find myself again. And remember, watching Bravo isn't a guilty pleasure. It's self-care. Let's keep the conversation going. We want to talk to you all week long. You can find us on Instagram at Bravo Daily Dish. And on Twitter at Bravo TV. Just don't forget to use the hashtag Bravo Daily Dish. Or reach out to us personally. I'm everywhere at Meg Segura. And I'm everywhere at Eric J. Mack. That's E-R-I-K. And if you're on Facebook, join the Daily Dish Facebook group. You can post about what you're watching, your favorite shows, who's your favorite housewife, ask a question, start some drama. There's a lot of good stuff in there, so check it out. You can also learn more about the podcast at bravotv.com. Bye, guys. Bye. Looking fine, and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy, miss me, kiss me. We all have our favorite movies and our own opinions on cult classics. Take a personal favorite of mine, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Flawless, iconic, amazing. Oddly enough, critics didn't love it, but audiences do, myself included. It has the perfect 90s trifecta of Whoopi Goldberg, Jennifer Love Hewitt, and of course, Lauren Hill, not to mention Kathy Najimy and Dame Maggie Smith. Honestly, what's not to love? Don't agree with the tomato meter? Neither do the folks at the new podcast Rotten Tomatoes is wrong. 
sometimes. This podcast is diving deep and settling the score on the movies and TV shows you keep saying Rotten Tomatoes got wrong. Join hosts Jacqueline Coley, Mark Ellis, and Tim Ryan as they discuss some of the most beloved and despised movies and TV shows ever made and address the statement they hear a lot from fans, Rotten Tomatoes is wrong. Their latest episode is all about Sister Act 2 and its initial critical reception, clearly ahead of its time. Whoopi Goldberg was and still is, a megastar in the early 90s, and the sequel is so different from the first, so why do critics act like it was a rehash of the first movie? Listen to this episode and more from Rotten Tomatoes is Wrong wherever you get your podcasts. The wait is over. So far, you're not losing. The only thing you're losing is my patience. Quickly, I see that. Ding! The queen of the courtroom is back. I didn't do anything. You wouldn't know the truth if it came up and slapped you in the face. I see he's not intimidated by anything. I can fix that. New cases. She wanted to fight me. Leave her alone. Okay, so, um... Not, this is not a so. This is a period. Classic Judy. Did you sleep with her? Yes, Your Honor. You married his cousin. His brother. That's not him. Yes, ma'am. I would make a beeline for the door. The Emmy Award-winning series returns. How did I know that? I have crystal ball in my head. It's an all-new season. It's streaming. You can say anything. <laughs> Judy Justice, only on Freebie. Hey, you. Psst. It's Jason Bateman. Have you listened to Smartless? Smartless is the podcast that I host with my friends who are more like brothers. The super talented and funny Will Arnett and... Sean Hayes is JJ well, JJ JJ. Why are you yeah. Why are you whispering? Well, it, there's there's a pst in the in the in the copy. But people are listening, so it's like they are listening. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. In each episode of Smartless, one of us reveals our mystery guest to the other two. What ensues is a genuinely improvised and authentic conversation. Our mystery guests span. Our mystery. We'll cut this out. Our mystery guests. All right, here we, we go. We got a lot of big famous people from different walks of life, and if you're yeah, a Matt wondering fan, then you're I'm gonna stone. Yeah. Just you come and listen Tyson. to it. Yeah. We're on Wondery right now, and you can listen uh, to us. And no matter what you're doing, you're at the gym or you're in the car, just listen yeah. to the podcast. Sean, tell them where they can find it. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Bye. Bye. Bye.